So happy to be here. Let me get my mic turned up just a little bit. So happy to be here on a Wednesday. I missed the last two, I believe. It seems like it's been more than that. But, yeah, we've been missing you. I know it's been a long Glad time. Glad to have so you here. It's I know. Time. I mean, it's shoot, since I was here, it was summer. Now it's wintertime. So. It's cold. But I'm glad to be here, be back. Darren Campbell, Sheriff here in Iredell County, and usually I bring a couple sidekicks along. Obviously, we've got Bill Hamby with me, and today we have Captain Dow Hawkins. We're going to talk all sorts of cool stuff, but I think probably the second part of the show will be a lot about our roundup, why we try, how we try to drive down crime rates. It seems like over the last week since we come out with our new stats, everybody said, well, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's not us, it's not Bill, it's not Dow. we just sort of lucky enough to be at the head of the just the work of our, our deputies and uh but if you'd like to, call in all throughout the show, 704-873-1400. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, join us listen 100.7 FM in Statesville or 105.9, and you can pretty much listen everywhere else. Everywhere else. So, Bill, what's going on or what's been going on? Well, sir, uh, it's been a very busy time here at the Sheriff's Office. As you know, we, we've had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we've been trying to keep the wheels on, on, on the on the radio bus here on Wednesdays while you've been out and about going going and coming. But hey, it's uh, working though. It, I, listen, I, I know you're you. working it. I know you're working it. I mean, every time that we get a, a call from one of our other elected officials, it's what Sheriff Campbell doing down in Raleigh or what Sheriff Campbell doing here <laughs> or traveling. So you wanna you wanna fill us in just a little bit about where your travels have had you in the last week or two or three? Well, I had I've been in state for the last week. A lot mm-hmm. of us working with the General Assembly, some of our legislators, and I like throw them great bones. You know, we'll get a little bit of our our uh, Citizens Academy had one of our good legislators come by. Yep. And sort of, she, I think she uh, done us a good job. She's got her show here, Vicki Sawyer, who mm-hmm. does us a good job on the law enforcement side, helping us along with our other Gray and Jeff and Mitchell sets are on the House side. So. I've uh, been working General Assembly, a lot of policy stuff that affects law enforcement, new bills is coming in, a lot of legal updates. Uh, one of the biggest things that's taken up in the last three weeks is the new basic law enforcement training outline. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because we, we, we had some folks on not too long ago talking about recruitment and, and, and candidates and things like that. But uh, the Sheriff's Association and the, and the Chiefs of Police Association, the Sheriff's training and standards, regular training standards in Raleigh are really, at a, it seems to me like it, and, and I, I teach, so in, in, in all, uh, you know, keeping things transparent, I, I am a BLET instructor, and I know you've taught some, some stuff too, and Dow, you, you do some teaching, but uh, I'm, I'm glad y'all are down there doing what you're doing, Sheriff, because they're trying to put some stuff in that don't necessarily need to be in a basic law enforcement training program. You know, there's a lot of stuff that, in my opinion, and this is just Darren, and I can't speak on behalf of the president of the association, but some of the things that I was privy to, and they can't release it just yet because that's still mm-hmm, doing mm-hmm. it. But a lot of stuff that, uh, to me personally, I would have got the air of the defund movement. A lot of points was brought in defund yeah. the police movement. And I'm going to tell you right now, and me and uh, Sheriff Jones from up in uh, Caldwell County had the exact same thoughts is – if I had to listen through this orientation, I would almost be ashamed of the profession I'm going in. And that's a good way to say it. Yes. Anything that's ever bad happened in one profession was all pointed out in about a two-hour block. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm more, I understand, you know, we don't want to repeat mistakes from the past. But nobody's perfect. We're definitely not. And law enforcement in general, and neither is the courts, and neither is priests, and neither is anybody else. So... With and, that being said, that and, was some of the things. And you bring up a great point. There's there are already enough checks and balances in the system. Absolutely. That why would you hash up things done a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago? Those those happened. 
and we have to recognize that they happen. But now things have gone so far and modernized, and there's checks and balances within the system. And and we've talked about it, and I'm sure we'll get into it with, with, with Dow here in a little while. But, you know, even traffic stops, and everybody's like, oh, I can't believe y'all got that much money, or I can't believe y'all got that, that much stuff, or I can't believe y'all charge people federally. It all goes back to the initial law enforcement um, activity, and if it's not correct, then anything that follows that, as you said before, fruit of the poisonous tree, Absolutely. if it follows it and it's not right. I can't remember us ever being sued since you've been sheriff over a bad Boy, you better stop. knock on some. <laughs> okay, got to break in four minutes. You better knock on some wood. But, but, but seriously, I mean, because of the training that you allow us to get, the, the training that, that the state already has in place, it's taking care of those problems. Well, and it also goes back to the officers. You know, we work with funding to get the pay up to be able to attract the most qualified officers. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've told you before, we can always pay the lowest in the county, and we would get that level of and officers. You we'd reap get the, the benefits and I don't, of that. Yeah, and I don't mean yeah. that in a bad way, but I want to be able to, if you're a victim of crime, if your mother or my mother or Dow, your family is a victim of crime, I want the best officer that I can find for the money to investigate that crime. Sure. And I think. And a, you hold them to a higher standard we as well. And I think, you know. Sort of a little bit off, but, you know, the, we'll talk a little bit about the reduction in crime and mm-hmm. our crime numbers and why that plays out. But you sort of talking about the ability, Dow, you've been instructor there. I think it's going from about 700 and, they, I, you know what, I don't even I could be low. Maybe six, six, I think 660 is the minimum now. up over now. 800. Yeah. And a lot of it is continuing ed hours. People make money off that. Instructors make money off of it. I want a good, qualified peace officer to come out and be able to uphold the laws of the state of North Carolina. Because if the state says that an officer is basically trained, and now you, you can jump in, at 660 hours, you as a manager of a, a entity that brings these folks in as employees, you're still waiting for this other two, 300 hours Absolutely. worth of training that's not state-mandated, that doesn't make them any better an officer because the state-mandated stuff trains them. Well, that's putting us behind the eight ball as an agency waiting for these officers. Well, and the citizens are paying that bill. We, we, there's no longer going to be LAT and really recruiting. Most officers are hired and sent to school. If we go through this, you're looking at a nighttime or an evening class, or let's say daytime, what, four months now? Four or five months. Yeah. Stretching it out to six. I mean, you might as well get a degree for it. Let, so go ahead, Dow. Go back go back for just a second when you were talking about, um, you know, all the changes they want to make in BLET and you're yes. sitting there for two hours and it makes people not want to get into it. Do you not think that the people that design <coughs> that Excuse program me. or do that class plan only give one side of the story? So that's why, you know, I'm not going I'm, I'm to promote one entity or whatever, but... That's the good thing about, like, the Sheriff's Association. So, you know, if you've got these guys saying, hey, look, this is the program we're going to put in, you and Sheriff Jones set into it, and you said, hey, look, you know, I would be embarrassed to be in this field after I sat there for so Mm -hmm. long. The message that the Sheriff's Association can put out, the message that a radio show like this can put out for just the general public to understand what it is we do. You talked about a traffic stop. We've never been sued. I mean, it seems like they just give one side of the information. And I'll give you a sample of some of the conversation came along. A public apology by law enforcement from all the wrongs in the past. How do you, I mean, that's unbelievable. Well, first of all, if you have these young officers coming into the profession, there's no way that they could have, could have done any of these alleged bad acts. So why have them apologize for something they've not even sworn to do? Well, and that's like, you know, one of our Supreme Court justices, Anita Earls and Josh Stein, which I have no problem with Josh personally. I don't agree with the Trek program, but there's a lot of stuff that's all, I guess let's call it for what it is. When are we start going to start being concerned about the victims of crime, which is what it is, but more protecting the thugs that commit the crime? And that's a strong word. I don't take it back. I make no apologies because if you're a career repeat offender, 
in my book, in your commit crimes to get our victim, you're a thug. So, well, as Joe fixes to give us the thirty, up oh, there's the thirty, 30 second seconds. card. Let me just say, and I think that you you are on record as saying it. It's Uh-oh. the criminal justice system, not the victim justice system, and I think that has to change. And we hopefully will. by my modifying these lesson plans, we'll get that done. Absolutely. Before you go, call your brother, sister, mother. Tell them to tune in, listen to us, share us on Facebook. Call in, 704-873-1400. We'll be back in about two minutes. Joe, you have got this music on point today, sir. I'm telling you. That you, is awesome, buddy. You back there working the board hard. We're going to have to get him a get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah. Well, either that or a free blanket if he stays. I don't know. You can talk, Joe. Jump in. <laughs> I don't know if I need one, to be honest. Well, that's you. true, too. We should have It's always nice to have that. an ace up your sleeve. I hear socks. Socks are very, very valuable in the jail these days. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me, I know. They look good with them orange Crocs. <laughs> Who has? Oh, oh, they wear orange. Listen, crocs let me re- let me change that. Not really Crocs. They just look like Crocs. They're Croc-ish. Yeah, they're Croc-ish. They don't deserve the Crocs. <laughs> no, because they wear them out. And nobody else won't put their feet in them, so we throw them away. Yeah. That makes sense. So well, maybe if cheap. you had socks. We got to remember, we still in our jail. Now listen, you go by there. If you was to go in there, or if you come to the Sis Academy, they still wear their stripes. Okay. So. Wow, what a segue. Ladies and gentlemen, thank, thank you all so much for listening today. The Good, the Bad, the Guilty here on WSIC, 100.7 FM here in Statesville, 105.9, and all of our points south and east. Uh, if you have any questions about the Ardell County Sheriff's Office, have any questions for Sheriff Campbell, please give us a call here today, 704-873-1400. Sheriff, talking about that Citizens Academy, uh, last Thursday night we had uh, a house full. We did. We, we had did. we had close to f- almost 50 people there. Uh, the largest class of, of citizens uh, we've ever had to take the Citizens Academy. Dow, your folks did a, a you did a wonderful job. Got a lot of feedback on your presentation. Uh, and for those of you that that are wondering if Dow's cameras broke, it's just not. We're just keeping him in the dark today. So we'll just face for radio. Face for radio. But uh, Sheriff Trist still tries to tell us he does all this undercover big yeah, wheel stuff. But the well, now, if you'd come to the Citizens Academy, we couldn't tell him who he was, but you would have seen him. That's true. That's true. So Sheriff, talk about our Citizens Academy. Oh, it's great. I'm, it I mean, was great. This was a great group of folks. You know, they got to do some cool stuff, and I know Adam's going to kill me, but we did let them use a little bit of specialized weapons that our CERT team uses. Um, mm-hmm. Taxpayer dollars go into buying those rounds. So they got to shoot a few of them. Yep. One of the special things, they got to see the dogs. They got to go see a waterborne, what we call salt off cool. the lake. That was cool. Our new Lake Patrol boat that was bought with drug dealer money. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, drones. not the newest. But they ain't seen the newest one. Yeah, yet. The, newest the newest one, one is still getting worked on. That is right, and it'll be done thanks to our General Assembly members mm-hmm. and North Carolina General That's Assembly right. who give us some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, one of the biggest class, and I've had more emails about wanting to do it again. I want my spouse. Can I come report, repeat it with them? Because, and simulators. Uh, yes, yes. And I got to say thank you to some of those elected officials. Vicki Sawyer came and spoke. I seen Melissa Needham, our chairwoman. Our county commissioner, Burke Conley, and Gene Halp. I know had a little commitment, so did Scotty and everybody else. So it was it was it was a good thing. Yes. So if you are interested, if you are remotely interested, now would be a great time to call the sheriff's office. That number is seven zero four eight seven eight 
878-3180. Sorry, I'm looking at WSIC's phone You can tell them how to report a crime. There yeah, you absolutely, absolutely. But if you're interested, please give us a call. The next class is tentatively scheduled for March of 2024. Uh, Got to wait for it to get a little bit warmer so our outside stuff is uh, – is is it comfortable to be to attend and watch in our in our, our men and women jumping off the boat in the Lake Norman won't freeze to death in that icy water. But uh, it is a great time, great event. Sheriff Campbell always tasks those of us now, and you can testify to this that our instructors got to be bigger and better every class. Every yes. every class. And I got through hat, Brad Strouds, but I knew that I was trying to count yes. commissioner. I was trying to remember five yes. at the same time. So Brad, yes, but it always has to be bigger and better. It's always bigger and better. So next year we're we're going to have skydivers and. Uh, and the helicopter. The helicopter. Well, we've had a helicopter at uh at the at the uh, Teen Academy. The Teen Academy mm-hmm. So maybe That's we right. can make that happen. Yep. Well, hey, you can't say it's not working. We got more people than we've ever had. Matt and had to cut some people off, which I don't. You know me, I don't like doing that. But we just didn't have enough instructors. But what what I find satisfying is, especially at the graduation ceremony, whenever you you give them the folks the opportunity to to give us any feedback, and to just hear the comments about. Wow, didn't think it was like that. Wow, the jail's much cleaner than I thought it was going to be. Wow, your officers are really great. Wow, all this stuff was bought with dope dealer money. Hadn't cost us taxpayers a dime. That's really satisfying to those of us that work here, that that, that, that are instructors, that try to put the best show on for, for our citizens. Well, you know, the WSOC reporter was up there and... Uh you know, they said, why do you do this? I think the biggest thing is, one, is to build relationships with our citizens. Going back to the BLET and the mm-hmm. Defund the Movement, we're so far past that now doing so the spectacular, the teen academies. But to have them come and say, well, I didn't know you had that capability. You know, if their family is in a victim of violent crime or mm-hmm. a drowning or an assault, I want to know we have our missing persons mm-hmm. or an autistic child, that we have those capabilities here. Yes. And it, we don't get to write about it every day, but. They every one person tells two people, two people tell four, four goes to eight, and it just mm-hmm. goes on down the road. So yeah, they they really enjoyed the uh, the crime scene this year. I know one of our one of our uh, several of our crime scene officers and, and and Patrick put our put a crime scene on, and they got to work that and uh, learn some of the techniques that we use. And I think it just gives them a behind the scenes look at really the difference between CSI, Miami, oh, yeah. New Orleans, Australia, Hawaii, and the actual real. Boots on the ground, law enforcement. Well, and they understand when we explain reduction in crime, and then you've got Dow, Dow, and and I got to, hats off. You know, I've got to give everybody patrol, detention facility, our criminal investigations, our crime scene, the girls up front permit stuff. Everybody has a part of this with the citizens, but your group, sort of, everybody's usually interested in SWAT and narcotics. But when you start talking about the prices of how drugs have plummeted or how that drives crime, Dow, I think you you even taught one of the classes. What was the biggest thing they asked you? And I know we got to get back on with our. They couldn't section. believe, and and it was the last two classes that basically had the same thing. They couldn't believe the amount of whatever substance you want it to be. Let's just use the hot topic for the day and call it crystal meth. They couldn't believe the amount of crystal meth that actually makes it to Iredale from somewhere like the southern border. So we made sure and, and say, as the sheriff has said before in the past, we are as much a border state now absolutely, as Texas, Arizona, or anything like that, just by the amount of drugs and the volume that we see coming in here. And, and, and the people that we catch, whether it's with the ACE team, whether it's with the ICE team, you know, we'll talk a little bit later on about um, a traffic stop a couple of weeks ago out on the interstate. Mm-hmm where this individual was here committing a criminal act and he was not supposed to be outside of a certain area from the border and he was all the way up here. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of those questions from them were 
for he comments. Messed, they, they messed around and found out. Yeah, he did. But they couldn't believe what it is that we saw here. <laughs> what? Y'all are no fun at all. Off the air. Off the air. Off the air. Okay. So, moving right along. Almost had to hit the edit uh, yeah, button. I done forgot what was going next. Let's see. Let me, anyway, check. Let me check my media you know, packet. Talking about our officers, and, and it really is awesome to, to, to work with our men and women day to day and see the cool things that they do and, and learn to learn these indiv- you know folks as, as individuals outside of law enforcement. But I uh, was very happy to uh, be able to announce that um, uh, Sergeant Nathaniel Hodges uh, was this year's winner of the Mooresville Lake Norman Exchange Club Deputy of the Year. Uh, we're just tickled to death with him. We had him on Facebook, and uh, I think we need to get him in here one day, Sheriff. Or we we may have already with, with his canine. I think he came. You you know, just sitting here, I, I think you're right. But you know, he's a road sergeant. He's a canine officer. Uh, just an all around good guy. And SWAT team member. SWAT team member. So he was recognized, and it's really cool to have folks outside of law enforcement recognize our personnel. You know, I mean, just today, I, I got a I got an email from uh, um, some folks that. Dealt with one of our deputies just this morning on a call, and they mm-hmm. they wanted to send in a, a compliment, email a compliment. So, men and women, our, our deputies, our detectives, just out there getting it done every day. And there's so many to choose from to get this award. Austin Nathaniel does a good job, deserves it, but there's so many other deserving deputies mm-hmm. also in the future. Mm-hmm. And you're just talking about getting emails. You know, you've seen the one I sent you about the girl that had a flat tire traveling yes. through here, and yes. uh, take the time to send it back to us. And you know, that's if you're listening, we're we appreciative of that. It, it goes a long way when you send Absolutely. these officers. So, I mean, it, it's just a, it's a, it's it's one thing to hear an attaboy from the sheriff or, or Dow or, or me even and, and some of the other supervisors, but when you're getting feedback from from the community, that, that really means a lot that they took their time to email or call or stop Absolutely. by, which is really cool. And then talking talking about sheriff, and I know one of the things you're going to talk about here in, in the next coming segments is our community involvement, how, how, we, can, how we can start working with, with youth at a young age to help prevent crime. And we were tickled to death last Friday to uh, be able to go down and work with over 2,000 Ardo Statesville School sixth graders. Uh, they had an event called Career on Wheels. Uh, I think it was down at the fairgrounds. And uh, I think you stopped in uh, for, for a little while. But we, we had our Bearcat, which is one of our armored personnel vehicles. Which we uh, did find out the kids know how to use the radio on. Yes, the, yeah, well, we almost had a faux pas there, but yes, that uh, <laughs> wasn't us. No, it wasn't us, but uh, yeah, so uh, we'll have to turn the radio off on it from, from now on. But uh, just another cool event to take something like a Bearcat and be able to use it to draw the kids' attention to be able to talk about the sheriff's office, talk about the CERT team, but, but not only that, to talk about how we would use it in the event of a school shooting or the event, God forbid, of something of that magnitude occurring. That's why you bought it. That's why we used dope dealers' money to get it, because you had the foresight to know that we may need a, a, a vehicle like that. It does, and it works well, and they enjoy it. We've got the dogs out there, the tent, and the, the kids enjoy it. Listen, you told me before, if you want to get ahead of crime rates and future offenders, get involved with them young. Absolutely. Because those will be your future offenders or good productive citizens. Mm-hmm. So. I think you got a good press release that uh, before our two minutes, if you want to read, we'll come back in and talk a little bit about Dow. Actually, I've got a couple, but uh, yeah, so let me just Well, we can wrap this up and you can come back and hit that real quick. Yeah, come yeah. Back, but you yeah. Know, one thing you talked about the Bearcat last night at, at our Spooktacular, because you, you touched on that, probably well over 6,000 people. I've never seen the like of people in, in all my days. If in they know where the shit all the way up past Water Street, back yes. down. It was Trad. almost from the tax office down past the. Registered deeds office through our parking lot and up and around the courthouse parking lot. It was it was amazing. But there again, the Bearcat, 
our officers, our canines, having our deputies in uniform, having our deputies using their vehicles or their personal vehicles and their, their county vehicles to, to have the trunk or treat. Just another way to show the community we are involved. We hey. want to keep you safe. And just some of the ones I remember, I think Spider-Man was there. Batman was there. Oh, Wolverine was there. Aquaman was there. Batgirl, because I know Batgirl or Batwoman, Batlady. You know we're going to get in trouble because we forgot somebody, but they was uh, so many of the officers. Yes, their spouses Wonder Woman their was kids. there. Oh, yeah. And some good... Good, good costumes last night. Oh, listen, we we got we we had a, a costume contest, and we should have the winners up here hopefully on our Facebook page. So if you if you want to see some pictures from last night, go to Arlington County Sheriff's Office Facebook page where we've got those posted about sheriff, three different times. Yeah, the sheriff. <laughs> when when we come back, uh, if you're interested in in narcotics investigation or crime reduction in Arlington County, please give us a call 704-873-1400. That's right, and we'll be back. I wish Dow was on camera. He's over there looking like a conductor in an orchestra. See, I think of like Orson Welles or or like Maltese Falcon or something like that. It's better that's, than Inner Circle awesome. of the week. Oh, no. Just want to say welcome back. Hey, listen, as always, call in 704-873-1400. Tune in to us 100.7 Statesville and everywhere else 105.9. Got to throw a shout out. We see in the comments, Sissy O'Dell and Carl Mitchell. Appreciate you joining in. And Absolutely. Us. We love people to come in and comment. Give us a call. Yeah, give us a call. We'll talk all day long. So. Well, at least till Joe turns us off. Mutes us. Yeah. He's got... I believe he muted me. He just muted us. Now, please don't show my wife that button, Joe. She'll have me muted all the time. <laughs> and then I'll be doing every time Joe Toss will ring the bell. Yeah, there you go. So, Bill, you want to leave us yes. off? We got a lot of stuff, and this, this is going to take a while because it covers such a broad spectrum, and that's basically our crime rates reduction. Yep. And our philosophy, which may not be what a lot of your inner cities and a lot of your other states may be doing, but it's definitely worked well for us. Yep. Actually, in federal grant money, it's cost us money because now that our crime rates has went down, we don't get as much money. JAG money. But we're not going to stop. We're not to going to stop. Money. We're not going to stop. We're so, going to keep protecting the citizens of Arthur County. But we've got Dow, and you know, Dow oversees all of our narcotics, which is drives seventy-five percent of our crime overall. And you know, I hear the comments, "Hey, they're just addicts. They've had a bad time." You know, that that's a small percent of the population. You heard me say it before. If you need help, we'll help you. But selling drugs is not the way to do it. And some of our partners we work with and different things like that, how you was talking about being a border state. You know, we've said it before when you talk about cocaine, and we've talked about this two years ago, and we judge it. When I say cocaine, we basically judge the price of a senior officer in a kilogram of cocaine because we know how much it drives mm -hmm. other crimes. And I think you said the other day it's below $20,000 kilo, which was upwards of forty-five not long ago, and it's simple supply and demand. So – my thing to that is, if it's that cheap, you get five people to save their lunch money up for a couple of years, you can buy a kilogram of cocaine, and you go out here and start you a drug business, and that breeds the crimes and everything else inside your communities. So yeah. hit it from where you want to go, wherever you want to start the well, subject at, and let let's me, go. Let me jump on two, two things right quick. Okay. It, the, the whole argument of, well, they're just addicts. You know what? I, I don't think that dog hunts anymore, Sheriff. Just just Bill Hamby's opinion. Not from what we've seen. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Look at our latest roundup. 16 individuals. Mm -hmm. 15 of them have criminal histories. 
eight or nine were on probation, and one is a known gang member. Those people are in slinging dope, selling dope to make money. So they don't got to get up and go so to work and pay taxes. So they don't have to get up and, and go to work like us working folks and this, our listeners. Uh, you know, well, they've had a drug problem. Okay, you've heard the sheriff say over and over and over again, and there's enough resources out there that if someone wants help, they can get help. They can get help for free. But that I just, mm, wow, sorry. And you're not going to hear a lot of people say that, especially putting over there away on TVs. But I don't have a bit of problem. But now, and I know you've seen it because you've been there and you're still there. But if they'll sell dope to an undercover officer, they'll sell dope to anybody. And I don't know the last time, even when I was up there eons ago, and you're still there doing it, supervising now. I, I don't know the last time that, that they checked an ID or run a background. They're just like, you got the money, here's the dope. So, you know, you're, you're, you're sort of like the purchase permit. We need to hit on that for long, but go ahead. Yeah. You're both right. Okay, you're, you know, Bill's right in if they'll sell it to someone that they just met or that they're a very, you know, small acquaintance with, they'll do it to a teenager in high school or it's about the dollar. high school. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff's right where it's it's merely economics. And, and, and it's purely the underlying factor is the almighty dollar. When in 2012, so we're, we're seeing mostly crystal meth now. So in 2012, when you had to pay $1,100, $1,200, dollars And actually, before you even say, I know where you're going to go with that answer, and, and I really want people to pay attention and think about that when you say this number of where we – and think about supply and demand and borders and where it comes from when you say the price that you're paying now and let you know how flooded our communities are. Right. Yeah. So, you know, say twelve to $1,300 an ounce for people like, how much is an ounce – you're sitting at the restaurant eating breakfast one morning, pick you 28 little packets of sugar up, take the top off of them, pour them out on the table. That's going to be about an, an ounce. ounce. So they're paying about, you know, 1200 bucks back in 2012 for that. You know, we can get it now from anywhere from 160 to $250 an ounce. So from 1200 to 160 It's cheaper. It's cheaper right now. And I've never and I've never seen it. And, and I don't think anyone that other officers that, that, that the three of us know that work in other counties and things, you know, that do the same kind of business. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody has ever seen it this way where that particular drug is cheaper than marijuana. And where yeah. does that particular drug come from? Well, it's not grown out of the ground. It's made somewhere else far away from here, and it comes across the southern border and ends up in and states. And we know that. I mean, things that are say it's not landed on a beach. It's not landed at the airport. I'm, I mean, I'm sure somebody's got some meth that lands at the airport. But we know from our addiction. We know from our buddies in Arizona, Texas, Nevada. We know, or California, we know that that's where it's coming in. Think about it. Think about it. And, and you know, I'm going to stay on meth because that's what we're seeing right now. But heroin, it requires you to grow the poppy plant somewhere. And we're not growing that in Idaho County. All right, keep going with it. They did in Catawba, remember that? They <laughs> yeah. tried. Not go ahead. Cocaine requires you to grow the <laughs> coca plant somewhere, but not where? Not, not in Idaho County. All right. <clears throat> marijuana, marijuana it requires you to grow the plant somewhere. We haven't seen it where? We haven't hit a patch in Idaho County in a long time. And you know why? Because it's too expensive to grow here when you get it across the border. It's It's... It's too expensive to grow when you get it across the border, just like it's too expensive to try to go out and steal the items to make crystal meth when it's a lot cheaper to buy whatever product comes across the southern border. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Dal, because for, for our listeners out there, 
And I remember, and it wasn't too many years ago, Sheriff, where we actually, North Carolina was, was getting really high up in the, in the count of states for what we called shake and bake or the, the, the Sudafed meth. What we are talking about today is not the shake and bake meth. No. This is not Bubba and Scooter out in the outbuilding shaking up some two-liter bottles and some Gatorade bottles. No, this that's is, gone. This is hardcore, cartel-funded, lab-grade quality chemicals methamphetamine so meth that uh, meth that's cooked in you know people typically think of it you know in the backwoods somewhere in a shack you know beside a creek or a well you know that's about that. no that's about you know that's about 40 to 60 percent pure you know we're talking about stuff that when you test it, it's 90 95 98 99 percent 100 percent pure crystal meth yes well we knew it was produced in sim- uh super labs and it's so easy to get across and uh you know at I think that's the message our our viewers need to hear. I mean, we can talk about drug arrest and everything, but how, but how hard it is for us with drugs that cheap, which does if we don't take the dealers off the streets, it creates more addicts, and with more addicts comes more larcenies, break-ins, and violent crime. So, for us to be able to compete with lowering crime rates, and Bill, want you to read them crime rates here in a little bit. I will, yes, sir. At the same time, when you get an ounce of methamphetamine, which is over a thousand percent decrease from what you was paying. Mm-hmm. There's not even anybody knows anything about margin business. We see it in our cause you wouldn't think there is no margins from the wholesale to the retail. Honestly, for drug dealers to be doing this other than a small, small amount of profit at these prices. We're we're seeing we're seeing groups, gangs, certain certain sets of individuals that would never ever years ago think about participating, whether it would be in crystal meth or not, that are leaving whatever they're normally used to doing, going right to that business because it's easily accessible. It's cheap to transport, and your profit margins are better than anything else you got going. And your courts, for the most part, does not want they want to plead it and let it go. You know, we do these roundups. Those roundups are in addition to all the other rest. Well, before you start the roundups, yeah. what's the, and what's that's the a saying? Great point. What's the saying? If the benefit of the crime, anytime the benefit of the crime outweighs the risk of the punishment, you will have crime. There it you is. go. I mean, that's that's a simple term. That's criminology I think was in college years ago that's like a little kid I mean if, if mom and daddy tells that child to be quiet and the child don't or if he's showing out and they say well you don't stop you don't stop you don't stop if there's no risk of punishment why would the child stop same thing with the criminal yeah. if there's no if there's no threat of punishment or it's a smack on the wrist why wouldn't I be back so out so that's there? the reason we use social media and try to make sure we do the round it keeps them honest because if the dealers don't know who they're selling to is going to talk to us mm-hmm. then it makes them so uncomfortable and Dow will hear we should play some of them recordings they do not want to come here. They definitely don't want to stand in jail because no. we we do not have TV weights or anything. Go ahead, Dad. And something I'm and something I'm curious about that I didn't know. Now, even though we put the list together, we go out do the cases, you know, work on it and, and send it in so so we can get everybody done. I can't tell you how many of the sixteen or the people that we've arrested. Well, I can tell you how many of the people since we've arrested since then. But of those sixteen who are currently out on a bond, when they get picked back up. Yeah, a second or third time. Yep, and that's you know, a whole bond's a whole another kettle of fish that we gotta do a show on at some well, point in time. And, and we will. And and you know, the thing is, let the community know what we're up, what we're up against. Absolutely. here trying to keep crime rates low. And we'll talk a little bit about this more when we come back in just a few minutes. I gotta pay attention to Joe's hand signals over here. I don't know if he's swatting at a flyer telling me to start talking. 
or having a seizure. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in, or staying tuned in, rather, to The Good, The Bad, The Guilty here on WSIC. Lord help us. 100.7 FM here in Statesville, 105.9 in all of our places south and east. So glad that you're taking your time to tune in today, and hopefully we're, we're giving you guys some good information about the, the, the drug trade and how we attack the drug trade here in Ardo County. And Sheriff, I know you, you recently tasked us with putting together some, some numbers uh, for our yearly report, and if you want to indulge me quickly, uh, I will just tell our listeners who may not know that since you became sheriff, which is why we, we take everything back to 2014, which is where these numbers come from. So from 2014 to 2022, overall crime rate in Arnold County has decreased by 55%. Good people. 55%. The violent crime rate has decreased 14.7%. Property crime rate, which is a lot of that's driven by drug, drug use, you know, and, and people trying to break in to get drugs, 59.4% reduction since 2014 through 2022. Last year, our property crime report clearance rate, so if, if we had a report, uh, we cleared 70% of those reports, and I will put those numbers up against any other agency in the state. Of the 1,100 uh, criminal investigations that were assigned, 695 were cleared. Uh, Dow, this really comes into a lot of your purview. And that really puts that overall crime. If you yeah. were a victim here, eight now look how. Yeah, if you were a victim, if you were a victim in 2014, uh, you, it, let me back up. Of of 100,000 people, which is what the state of North Carolina and the FBI base these numbers off of, for, so every 100,000 citizens, if there was a chance, there was 1,642 people of that 100,000 was going to be victims of crime. Now that number is down to 742. Again, that's 742 out of 100,000, which is over a 55% reduction. That's a pretty good number. Officers done a good job. I mean, it comes to the community events, getting out to things on Saturday morning, having the spooktacular, Citizens Academy, SROs in our schools, K-9s at birthday parties. Mm -hmm. Every bit of that plays a part because with building those relationships, the community tells, tells you what's going on. They're our eyes and ears. Yeah, they're and great. That's how we. That's how. That's Dow's bread and butter. The yep. community. The community don't tell you those uh, those phone calls that they make to their loved ones from the detention center where they have a few choice words to say about their accommodations and they oh, say and they say and i quote i won't even sell dope oh, I, th I thought he's gonna no. say i was gonna beep you no and they say and i quote joe, i don't even sell dope in iredale joe had the I, button ready to push there in case well you know we had to tell one listening. not that it may get i hope it's been a trial had to tell her that it wouldn't come to iredale county we had told her that uh mecklenburg had annexed part of it so she'd do the deal. no she she actually said to uh she actually said that uh if she known that uh she would have to come back to states well she would have just stayed in charlotte Music to our ears. And the one, yeah. the guy that called his mom and said, I don't know where I got locked up at, but they don't have TV, they don't have weights, and I got to sleep with one other dude. The, in a nutshell. In a two-man cell, let's to, clarify to, that. To me, the, <laughs> to me, the best one, though, was when our when our uh, interstate team stopped a guy from, from Georgia, and his sister called Raisin Cane saying that we couldn't put his uh, uh, address in Facebook shot on our social media outlet because they didn't allow that in Atlanta. And our post what? Duck community, it was awful. And I said, "Ma'am, it's like I told her, don't commit crime here. Commit it in Georgia. That's right. Otherwise, don't steal guns from Wal or Amazon distribution centers." That's exactly right. But uh, just just one, two more, two more sets of numbers that I'm I'm proud of, Dale. And I know you guys are. I know the sheriff is. Since, tw since 2014, since 2014, the estimated street value of drugs seized by the Iredell County Sheriff's Office. Thirty-six million one hundred forty-two thousand three hundred and ninety-two dollars, 
Now, let me put that in perspective. Say that one more time. $36,142,392. That sounds about right. Yeah, exactly. Let me put that in perspective. How many overdose deaths, how many crimes have we prevented by taking that amount of money? How many domestics? How many assaults? How many sexual assaults? How many armed robberies have we prevented by taking that amount of drugs off the streets here in Arkansas. Well, and I think it tells you it goes back to you revert back to your numbers. Look at the reduction in crime. Absolutely. That is why because removing those takes them out and no the the other crimes is tied to the narcotics mm-hmm. nexus mm-hmm. don't happen. Yep. So I'd much rather be proactive than reactive. I have a lot of agencies here. Not a lot. A couple ways here locally that does not see the same views. We may be too harsh on career repeat offenders. No. And I'll and I'll say one thing and, and Dow get back to yours. Remember this. Education, which is SRO's vision, education is a lot cheaper and beneficial than rehabilitation, in my opinion, ever could be. Because if you never have to have the rehabilitation just through educating them, that's cheap. There you go. Well, I can speak to one thing that that Bill was saying. If it's about social media, no. (laughs) That's all. You know where I'm going. Go ahead. I do. We'll talk about that too, but go ahead. So uh, last year we did about 22 overdose death investigations. Now, anything, we, we get any kind of OD death where there's a controlled substance involved. Now, right. I'm not talking about something not that's prescribed to you. Yeah. Not everybody's a criminal. But if it's, you know, a controlled substance that's, you know, we'll, we'll catch it. We've only done, no, we've only done nine so far this year. Unbelievable. And, and of those 20, I think 18 of them was heroin, fentanyl, you know, related back in 2022. Mm-hmm. And of the nine so far this year, Maybe four of them or five of them have been that. Mm-hmm. So you know we're going to drop we're going to drop down, you know, fifty percent maybe not fifty percent in in having to investigate overdose deaths. I, that, to me, that's awesome. I mean, if we can prevent a death, if we can prevent an overdose, that's what it's all about. What's well, sort of like violent crime violent crime teams? I hear see Charlotte and others. Hey, we got a violent crime reduction team, but but you have no narcotics team. Narcotics breeds most of your violent crime. It, it breeds a lot of your violent crime, but what it's such a great deterrent to have. I mean, to have a group of detectives and ACE team members and the interstate guys up there, you know, the interstate guys are nationally known. You know, they've been picked up on wire intercepts before. Hey, don't go through Iredale, get off 77, go around, you know, don't do that. Mm-hmm. The ACE team can basically go anywhere that something's going on and it shuts it down, go back to the car B&Es up in the north end. <clears throat> you know, ace guys go up there. They're up there for about two days. You put it on social media, what happens? It goes away. It, and, you know, and also away. we talked about in 2014 something called, nobody run the word around, but it's worked well, hybrid investigations, meaning your criminal investigator's got to work with your narcotics because when you interview a drug dealer, he's going to tell you who's get, most of the time who's he's getting it from or the stolen property to train for at it or for drugs. And those are the ones the criminal investigators or the property crimes are investigating. So it's all tied together. And I think it's also hugely uh, important that when we see these trends, and there again, I, I hearken back to you being members of various associations, and Dow, you having you know resources and, and friends at the state and federal level that work outside of North Carolina. We get to hear to see these trends, to see what they're doing in California, to see what's going on in Texas, to see what's going on in Arizona. We hear about the cartels and how they do Absolutely. things and how, and we're so, we're able to respond or to anticipate that type of behavior here in Ardell County. Let's let's elaborate on that a little bit. And I want to throw like, you know, Leo Heath and Matt and the boys out on the interstate are really good uh, are really good bones. So you talk about 
having networks and friends and classes that you can attend and people you can pick up the phone and call to kind of answer questions or kind of give you guidance. So those guys go to a specialized interdiction class the other week, specifically targeting commercial motor vehicles. Okay, big mm-hmm. tractor. Because trailers. we've seen the trends seen, changing. Seen the trends. You know, we we worked them when I was out there for years. Only until the past couple of years, only one had had a seizure made off of it. Um, they get out of class on Friday. They're off work Saturday, Sunday. They come back to work Monday, and Monday afternoon. I get a phone call from Sergeant Hayes that says, hey, look, I've got this tractor and trailer stopped. This guy, uh, this guy isn't supposed, to be, uh, isn't supposed to be this far up in the United States because of the driver's license he possesses and the paperwork he has on his truck he can only deliver so far around. You go out, you interview him, you figure out what's going on. He doesn't have a whole lot of knowledge about what he's doing. He's got 96400 and. Eh, it's ninety six or ninety four thousand dollars, ninety four thousand two hundred and sixty dollars, hidden inside the vehicle, wrapped up in a uh, in a ziploc freezer bag. So it's not like a lot of people here were taking no uh, innocent no. people's money. This is wrapped up, sealed, and hidden compartment. Wrapped up, sealed up. It was in a commercial motor vehicle that had a false floor, so it was a aftermarket installed false. And I believe you said he even had a guy just come up and give him a bag. He didn't know what was in it. Now, yeah. that don't happen to me. I wish it would happen to me. I'm still waiting to find bags of money. Me too. I got to so. take bags of trash out of the house every Tuesday, but. But, you know, those are money. good. You know, th- that's the good thing about, you know, having to say, hey, look, you know, these guys are out meeting. They know who to call. They know what to do. They know what to see. And it's just not me. It's them. It's the ACM. team. It's the detectives. It's all of them. And, Dow, we can talk. And, and, Joe, what I was telling you, I was adding in. We, you was holding up a little sign for four minutes. I said, we need about 14 more minutes. But the benefit of the relationships, the app, and the citizens giving us, trusting us to give us information. There's a case yesterday. Agency work, we, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Had a vehicle found. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell, the, tell the story real quick. You come up to the office of the week. About two weeks ago, you had a lady. She emailed you or come yes, down. Sir. She yes, emailed sir. you or come down to the office. She came and, to the office. And I can't say where in the county it is because something's currently ongoing with yes. it. But she complained about a problem that she had. Bill called me. I knew immediately. I'm like, hey, look, we're getting ready to solve that. Mm-hmm. If she can just give us a little well, bit. Well, you copied us on an email. I do remember saying we're already working. I, yep. I know exactly what you're yep. talking about. Yep. You know, we're already handling it. Some, Arrests were made. Some things happened. We were able to do some things in order to fix her problem mm-hmm. that didn't jeopardize the case. Didn't jeopardize the case. What happens? Uh, what happens she, about three days after? She came into the office and wanted to thank me and wanted to thank us for for in, in fixing her problem, uh, for taking some folks to jail that were part of that problem, and uh, wanted to thank us for being responsive to to her concerns. Was well, like and and that's great. It's like the other day was on. We did a search warrant, and uh, the people come out of the house and actually clapping hands. That means a lot. When we walked away, when we walked away from that one, when Jerry and I walked up the street from that, and we had people coming out of the house, thanking so, us, "Hey, I appreciate you guys being down here," well, and that means a lot. It does. Y'all catch up with us next Wednesday. We're going to have to cut away from the show. If you need us, contact us. Follow us on Facebook, the app, and think about next week and give us a call. Yeah.